Welcome to the Anything Saints Related Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Lund, and uh, Merry Christmas. That game against the Kansas City Chiefs was really good. Um, <laughs> if Alex Anzalone recovers the ball, that would have been the difference to win the game. I mean, from a score standpoint, it was, you know, 32-29. He recovers that ball, 35-32. That, that would have been the game. Um, just kind of reinforces my thoughts earlier that we have to cut anyone from the 2017 draft class it would be Alex Anzalone um but we'll see what happens because it's the resigning year after in the offseason but I would definitely uh cut Alex Anzalone and that's why you know we brought Quan Alexander in but uh our linebackers man they've been hurting us now uh Craig Robertson couldn't recover the ball in the onside kick and now Alex Anzalone couldn't recover that ball but uh yeah <laughs> um it was a great game um we suffered a lot by injuries, Michael Thomas being out, uh, Marquise Callaway being out. Uh, it just, you know, it. we did what we could with the people we had. And at the end of the day, with our practice squad, basically, we won. I mean, we lost only by three points. It was 32 to 29 and we lost. But I think that game told a lot more about the Saints than it did about the Chiefs. If anything, it showed the media that the Chiefs can be beaten if you play cover two and you don't let anything deep go on you and you make them drive the field. I think they punted six times, which is the most they've punted in the Mahomes era since 2018, which is rather impressive. Um, I think our defense played well. C.D. Deuce, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I mean, he was breaking up passes left and right. He did outstanding. It was just, um, I really, you know, I was really appreciative of what I saw out of the defense. Um, Mahomes had to make like these like magician throws, magician plays just to score on us. So it's a good it's a good feeling. Um, I think if we get healthy, uh, if we had Michael Thomas in that game, uh, we would have definitely it, he he would have ate that game. He probably would have had like one hundred and fifty plus yards. Um, so yeah, I really hope we see them again. But you know, can't focus on that right now. You gotta close out the regular season, close out the NFC South. And go into the playoffs and take it one week at a time. If we see them, we see them. But uh, offensively, Drew Brees, I know a lot of people said that he looked shaky. Well, keep in mind, this guy hasn't played in the month. He's coming off 11 fractured ribs and a punctured lung. And I know we went 0 for 6 in an interception to start the game. But he's playing with practice squad wideouts who couldn't get any separation like the whole entire game from the Chiefs. And... He still, after he knocked that rust off, after like the first four possessions, he was going. I mean, that 55-yard bomb or 51-yard bomb, that 50-plus yard throw, I, I, had to, I had to rub my eyes and like blink. And I was like, I had to watch that again. I was like, man, Drew still got it. Drew still got it. And um, I think we can take advantage of that. I mean, it's good to know that we can take the top off of defense if we need to. And it's also good to know that, like, you know, that's just in our arsenal. Um we should take more deep shots to Emmanuel Sanders. We should, because I think good things could come from that. He's a very speedy wideout. Also, when we get Deontay Harris back in the postseason, I think that'll be a factor. But uh, that's uh, very nice to see. Um, Alvin Kamara did well, but uh, we need to have him rush the ball more. I mean, all season long, he's never we've never given him 20 rushes. And when you're paying a guy $70 million over four years, you expect him, or five years, you expect him to rush the ball at least 20 times in a game. I mean, he's your best player on the field. <laughs> so that was a bit 
play calling was questionable, but we also got down 14-0. So I'm not really surprised that we didn't use the running game as much. Um, also in that game, Jameis Winston went on COVID list reserve. So Taysom Hill is the second backup. So we couldn't use him a lot in his wildcat position because we need to keep him healthy in case if something were to happen to Drew, especially because it was Drew's first game back. So we didn't really know. Um, Drew didn't even really know because he said he couldn't get his, uh, an x-ray because he had too much radiation within the past month. So he didn't even know how his ribs were fully, like if they're fully healed or where the progression was. I still haven't even heard anything, but he said he felt good after the game. So I'm going to take it and, you know, we're going to move on. But uh, yeah, uh, story from that game, we lost by three points to the defending Super Bowl champions and we were not healthy. I think if we play them again healthy, I think it'll be a different outcome. And that's exciting for a Saints fan because you know that this team has the possibility to actually make a run at it in the postseason. But this week we're facing a team that has been ending a lot of those runs in the postseason in recent years. And this is definitely a game we got to win. We got two games left. It doesn't look like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to lose another game. And we got to win one of these games to lock up the NFC South. It's It's got to happen. And there's no better time to do it than on Christmas Day, knock out the Vikings who have knocked you off two times in the past three years. And, you know, if we win this game, they're out of playoff contention. So they're going to be fighting for their lives. It's basically a playoff game. And we got to go out there and we got to set the tone. We got to get off to a fast start because I feel like when we get scored on, uh, Sean Payton, he goes away from the running game a lot. He goes away from the running game because he feels like there's a sense of urgency. And I know I just said, you know, Drew Brees, he threw 55 yards, but he's still like, he's not, he doesn't have the arm of Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. And the way we beat teams is we slice and dice them and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll carry the ball down the field, burn time of possession, all that good stuff. But, you know, we can't erase 10 point deficits very fast. I mean, if we're down 10, we might go into halftime like 10 to 9. But so I definitely think that uh, we need to get out to a fast start today. Uh, I think the Vikings, you know, they're they're not the same team, but they play opponents very closely. I think only one of their losses this year was by 14 points or more, and that was against the Falcons. They are a good team. I know the record doesn't show it, but they will play us tough. I mean, look at years past, but not just years past, but also this year they have played their opponents tough. Uh, we need to find an answer to Dalvin Cook because that is the whole entire Vikings offense. They get Dalvin Cook rolling. That sets up the play action game. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. If we can shut down, uh, if we can shut down Dalvin Cook, I think we have a great chance of winning this game. I know Marcus Williams is out. Uh, this is a big game for CJ Gardner Johnson. He's got to go in there and he's got to be the man. We're also going to put DJ Swearinger in the middle. I think that's going to be good. You know, he can, he can hit. And he, he's the guy who's going to like, he's going to hit those guys. He's going to hit those receivers of the Vikings and they're going to remember. They're not going to want to go over the middle again. I think you saw what happened to uh, Chris Godwin got a concussion on a hit he gave him in the first game of the season. I mean, this guy can hit. So if he can land a few shots, clean shots, I think that'll really help out in the play action game because receivers are going to be very hesitant to go into the middle. Um, a receiver I feel like has been hesitant on our side to go into the middle recently is Jared Cook. And I, I don't know if he's just had too many concussions, but he just seems scared. I know he made the huge fourth down catch last week to ultimately continue the game, 
But this man has been, he just hasn't been with it this season. He has a rapport with Drew Brees. You would think with a lot of these practice squad receivers, he would be the go-to guy. I mean, you got Emmanuel Sanders, who's not practice squad, but this is his first year under the system. So you would think that Jared Cook would be the guy. But Jared Cook has been flaky this year. He's been flaky in the past few games, especially. And I just, I'd like to see a good thing out of him. But I also want to see the Saints use Adam Trotman. This guy is fast. He can be a great tight end if we give him the chance. We need to give him a chance. <laughs> I mean, he is just, he is, he has a lot of potential. And I think he's one of those guys we could use him and the Vikings would have no idea what hit him because we haven't used him at all this year. So I doubt they probably game plan for him that, uh, that much. I know Marquise Callaway is coming back. He's a good physical receiver. He went off against that game in the Panthers, eight catches for 75 yards. I think if he can find, he's really good at finding like, zone coverage like he's really good at finding like the holes and zone coverage to like get open and make the play and I think he could be useful here even though the Vikings will probably play man this game if they saw the tape off the Chiefs uh because we don't have Michael Thomas um that being said offensively we need to get off to a hot start we need to run the ball I don't want to see Drew Brees throw it more than 25 times this game we need to use Latavius Murray we need to use Alvin Kamara and we just need to run that ball and kill time of possession Marcus Williams being out I know we got CJ Gardner Johnson he's on the come up but I don't I people people mistake for how good Marcus Williams is and how big of a hole that is to fill and fill his shoes I mean I feel like when the media covers him they only cover his negative sides but I mean he's playing like a top 10 safety you know he's playing a top 10 at his position right now I think he's number eight on pro football focus or something I'm not sure if that's the exact website but I know he's top 10 he's like number eight or something I mean his tackling was his weak part of the game but up until a few weeks ago he had only missed one tackle I don't know what the percentage is now but that was within uh, a few weeks ago so he's been doing good he's improved on his tackling and I think a lot of that has to go with the how Malcolm Jenkins came in and Marcus Williams has been more free and he doesn't have that much pressure on him as he did in years past. But CJ Gardner Johnson's gonna have to step up. But I mean, I don't know how he's gonna perform. So offense, I'm looking for them to just really just run that ball and kill the time of possession and keep the defense fresh and have them not be on the field. Cause last week they're on the field way too much. I think they're on the field for like eighty five plays. That's just unacceptable. I mean, we're not gonna that that makes it really hard to win football games when you're on the field that much as a defense. And also your offense is going to be, you know, they're going to get cold. So we need to really work the time of possession today. Uh, I think screen game could be huge because the Vikings are missing their middle linebackers like Everson, um, Griffin, and a few others. So I think that would, that can help us a lot. And I think the screen game to Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders will be a huge weapon in our offense today. But yeah, um, you know, usually these games are coin tosses. I know the Vikings have had our number in the past few seasons. And, you know, this is going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. Vikings, they don't, they don't lose by a lot. They're a good team. I know their record doesn't say so, but they play teams tough. Saints also play teams tough. We don't lose by a lot. It's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be within five points. That being said, I don't know how good Will Lutz is right now because he didn't kick last week. I need to see if he's still seeing those demons on the field because, I mean, he was not with it against the Falcons and the Eagles. So he might be a factor today. I mean, he's going to be a factor until we know whether or not he is. I mean, kickers are always a factor, but we need to know whether or not he's back or if he's still struggling. Um, But I think I don't see our I feel like if our offense can score 30 plus, we will win this game. 
but I don't think our offense will. I think this game will be 27-24. to 24. I think it'll be one of those nail-biter games. I think it'll come down to like the final few minutes, maybe even overtime. Who knows? I think it's going to be one of those game-clinching, you know, end of end of the game, just crazy roller coaster type of feel. And uh it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. I hope we pull out the dub, close up the NFC South today. And yeah, I think we will win 27-24. Um but yeah, thank you for tuning in to the Anything Saints related podcast. This has been your host Ryan Lunt and uh Merry Christmas.